You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm so excited that you've decided to join us again here at The Science of Superpowers. We're really loving this show. This is an exciting time over at the Superpower Experts Universe with our Superpower Universe Plus membership that um, people are raving about. It's just we're having a great time connecting with you all, those of you who've been listening for years, and, and we know you're loyal to that, and we so appreciate you. Thank you for coming and connecting with us and, and joining those monthly gatherings. We think the community is really, really important, but community in the way that feels good to us, and that's what we're talking about today with a beautiful, beautiful guest. We're going to bring her on in just a moment. We're, we're discussing inspiring a nation today, and 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 it, I invite you to hold it in the vein of like, what do we want to be, right? How, how do we want our communities to look? How do we want our families to look? Like, what do we want to feel like living together, right? It, I was reflecting on this the other day and it dawned on me that I think it was after the We Did It article came out that I wrote. You can find that on the site also. And, and it, it just really stuck with me that I, the biggest problem that we have is that we, we all live together, but we never had a discussion about what our ultimate goal is in this little experiment, right? And so I think that we operate off of the assumption that we we all share the same goal, right? We we all have the same kind of end in, in mind or the same, um, you know, I, I don't want to say destination, but but I don't know that we've ever actually talked about it. We see this in couples. We see this in families. A lot of you experienced this during the pandemic that you were not on the same page with your family members. How what you thought about things, how you felt about things, what was important, what what are the established kind of guidelines of, of the the organization? And as we gather together, we must have at least some conversation about wait, where are we all going together? What was the purpose of this? Right, a nation is an organization of individuals, so there has to be construct to it. Well, how do you develop the construct or the framework if you have no idea what the goal is? Right. And so there's a conversation around inspiring a nation is all about letting spirit inform that, right? And, and that's a weird thing when we talk about separation of church and state and what that means for a lot of people. But I invite you to set all the thinking about it aside for a moment and just take a breath and sink into like conceptualizing what world do we want to live in? What do we want to contribute to? What would feel good not just for us, but 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 to leave to our children and their children, and and what do we want our um, I'll use the word legacy, but not not in the traditional sense, more of like the the outflowing of our creative energies. What, where do we want to invest that, and, and what 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 would feel good in that conversation? And so so that's the angle today, and we're going to bring on Joyce Scott, who is an author. She wrote Magenta Nation, all about healing America. And, and, and she's moving that conversation into these fears that, you know, definitely a soul sister, because, because a lot of us got the message, like, maybe part of the problem is, is that we, we're not really in, in cohesion about what we're looking to for guidance and, and, and what steps we're going to take forward. And so I'm super excited about this conversation today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the flow. Joy, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much uh, for the invitation and for being able to to be your guest today and to share some of these ideas and inspirations uh, with with your listeners. Uh, I think we're so excited. 
it's such an important uh, area that you were talking about, about how we mm. kind of come together and in coming together, we are so powerful. Uh, agreed. Exponentially more so, right? And we've seen this dynamic. We've seen it in our marriage. We've seen it in our family. We've seen it in our, in our organizations. Like we, we've seen it in the network. The network, the network is proof of the power of that exponential energy when we come together in in what we refer to as synergistic collaboration. So we're going to dive into all of that, folks. But of course, we're going to start with Joy. What are your superpowers and how are you using them for good? Well, my primary superpower, I think, is uh, inspiration and passion that is really driving me to uh, get involved in working on a spiritual level and a practical level to create unity uh, in our country and in our world. I'm a communicator by profession, and so that's a set of practical skills. Um, But um, the superpower really is, I believe, uh, the inspiration and blending the practical and the inspirational together uh, to help us move forward. Beautiful, beautiful. I love everything that you're saying there because it really is a time of integration, of, of embodying. It's like we're not at a lack of knowledge, right? We kind of we know how to get along. Mm-hmm. We know how we've been studying organizational communication and intercultural communication. You know, I love that. Well, I would be remiss to, to, to if I didn't mention the fact that we're both Sun Devils. We're both ASU alum. <laughs> um, and that was my field of study, intergroup relations and looking at how we communicate together, intercultural communication. How do we how do we gather in groups? Right. And how do we make that cohesion and um, that those that harmony so that we can actually accomplish something? Right. Like preferably mm-hmm. something of value, preferably something that we all like, you know. Um, and, and so I, it doesn't seem that far-fetched to me, but for some reason, we're just not seeing the actualization of all that. And I think um, this pandemic and, and, and everything that occurred over the last couple of years is showing us where there are some perhaps foundational fixes that could happen so that we could build on on a more solid footing. And, and, I, and I think that communicating is, is key in all of that. I, don't, I can't think of a single issue or, or, or matter that can't be resolved if we can just come to the table together. I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm naive. <laughs> I've got my rose colored glasses on. Um, but I do think that um, I've seen amazing obstacles surmounted both in the counter Intel profession in the um, you know, that that's a challenging space to teach communication when it's all about secrets and, and hiding things. And then um, and psyops. And so, you know, you, if you can do it there, which, which we did, my husband and I taught these communication concepts in, in, in the counter Intel community, we taught things about ego deconstruction, like you can bring the conversation into anywhere. If you're willing to just sit with people and, and truly connect mm-hmm. in that communication space. So why, so why don't we, what is it? What, why are we so obstinate about this? Like, what is the fear? Like, why don't we come together? Well, um, I spent half my life in in what you might call blue states and half my life in what you might call red states. And recently, um, I took a trip um, to a red state, and it was just very clear to me that we are all the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, they're, we're lovely. The people everywhere uh, are the same. They're kind. They're, they want to have families, they want to take care of their families, they want to have loving relationships. Mm. Um, Where I think we have uh, broken down is by some concerted efforts from some places to 
um, create division and to cause us to see each other differently. Mm-hmm. So that has I, I, really yeah. gotten in the way of us seeing how we're alike and how mm. we do share the same values. But if we come together yeah. and you were saying connecting, listening, um, if we sit and listen to each other and find the commonalities and work from that place instead of these imagined differences, you might say, um, that's when we can really connect and, and start to move forward. Yeah, it's so funny in that, you know, during my undergrad, the, there was a lot of upheaval at ASU. And so I was active in um, bringing forward some institutional changes there. And one of them was the Intergroup Relations Center, which stood for 11 years there. But the purpose of it was exactly what we're talking about, having an entity that facilitated dialogue, that allowed students to come together in groups that were seemingly disparate to find those commonalities and what, what, what most of the time they discovered was that the, the perception of difference was much more overpronounced in certain areas and, and really rather underpronounced in the in-groups, right? Like, like they found that they had a lot more um, not in common with people, certain members of their in-group than they had um, not in common with some members of their out-group. But it's easy when we kind of break things down and categorize and, and sort ourselves out and then assign values to those to, to allow our minds to make up all kinds of stories. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, so it it was like, it was like deja vu. And I'm like, wait, what year is this? Like, and I know so many people who have those same experiences, like we, we see these trends of like, Hey, we probably should figure out a way to get along folks. And then, and then we kind of, you know, attack it for a little bit. And then we, maybe we get a little more complacent or maybe we get bored. And so we got to put some, some fuel on the, the, the device of fire. I don't know, you know, maybe we don't have enough going on, but it, you know, it seems to me like we know the solutions. We <laughs> they've been proven. Uh, you know, we know the problems. We're clearly seeing the problems um, now. I just think it's a matter of motivation, which is what today's conversation is all about. What is it that is motivating us? Where are we looking to for um, for some of us? It's for our guidance, right? That's what we lean mm-hmm. into with spirit. But but really, what what is the goal of the of the individual life and then the collective life? And so we're going to tackle all of that when we come back from break, folks. Before we do, Joy, where can people go to find out more about you? You can go to the website www.magenta. That's m a g e n t a hyphen nation dot com, and you'll find all kinds of information about what we're discussing, which is how we can work on an individual level to evolve spiritually and to help each other and to help our country uh, grow spiritually as well. And as we do that, of course, we're changing history. Uh, mm-hmm. We're charting history. Um, and that's the, the superpower too that I should mention, which is we all have you know, the ability to actually create. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I want to help people uh, activate so that we're not letting things happen to us, but we're, we're really creating the world we want to have. Beautiful, beautiful. I love everything you're talking about, Joy. Go check out her work. And of course, if you want to come into community with us, go to superpowerexperts.com and join that superpower universe. When you join the Plus membership, you get to have those community calls. You get the master classes, you get the announcements, and you also get a copy of every book we release. So it's it's our way of bridging the gap in all of the old and new media. And we're so excited to be able to share that with you, folks. This is, These are important times. Don't 
don't think that you're going to just slip by this. You're not going to just accidentally kind of slip into the world that you want to live in. You you do need to take some action, but but it's it is it will pass you by. It's happening. There's too many of us who are seeing it, speaking to it, feeling it, experiencing it to deny the fact that something is something is shifting here, right? And for sure history's got its eyes on us folks. So 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 take a take a Take a step forward, make a choice, and and at least start playing with these ideas that maybe life can look a little bit differently than it does right now. To maybe it can it can be amazing, maybe it can be miraculous, maybe it can be fun and thriving because it absolutely can. So we will be right back right after this break. Stay tuned. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Science of Superpowers. I am Tonya Don Reckla. We're talking today about inspiring a nation with Joyce Scott, the author of Magenta Nation. And before the break, you could feel it, you know, you can feel it like the energy's getting amped up, right? Like we we really truly are spiritual warriors right now, not fighting against anything, but fighting for this vision that so many of us are seeing, this kind of heaven on earth, this new way of being. You, you know, those of you participated in our um, meet the women of new business. Like, you know, that there are a number of us experiencing amazing, amazing results by applying these divine design principles, by being willing to let the creator come in and inform and, and allowing ourselves to, to co-create with that. Right. And there does take some forging, like Joy was talking about, there's some stepping in, there's some, 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 how do you do this for yourself in order to, to really be that doorway and that catalyst for the nation, um, so, so let's talk about that. I know there's a lot of people working in all kinds of spaces within the transformation conversation. Joy, what is it about healing America? What is it about that this nation that that has you so fired up and, and where you're seeing the, these solutions that could be implemented in the steps forward? Why do you, why do you think that's your playground? Well, it kind of started with my family, and I have a very large family, wonderful people. Um, and they have different views about a lot of things. Um, and we just don't talk about it, mm. um, which is, I think, what a lot of people do. You don't really want to get into an argument. Um, so you keep things on a, a fairly superficial level, which means uh, that your, your communication and your relationships, in a way, are, are kind of shortchanged. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I began to see this on a bigger level, you know, on a national level. Um, and that really got me motivated uh, to, <laughs> to do something about this. I mean, we can all be angry, we can all be frustrated, we can all judge. And there's a part of our natures that kind of likes that. Um, but it doesn't get us anywhere. Uh, we have to move out of that. And we have to build bridges. And we have to build relationships. Uh, 
Mm. So as I started looking into this as well, what can one person do? You know, I'm just, <laughs> me. Um, uh, yeah, I can pray and meditate and, you know, be good and, and kind. And, um, uh, but what can one person do? And in history, uh, a good example of positive change by very tiny group of people are the Quakers who really, who don't even, as you know, in their churches preach, uh, people sit silently and um, absorb uh, spirit uh, and share when they feel called. Um, it's very, uh, it's not organized, but as a religion so much, but they have started the abolition movement. Uh, they were key in getting the right for women to vote um, and many other causes. It shows what can happen when a very small group um, starts to prayerfully uh, advocate for, for social change and following their conscience. Mm. And, uh, that inspired me, you know, if we can get a small group together and I know that a lot of people are already doing this, but, um, the small groups can get things started. And the other thing I have to say that inspired me was the new science of showing how, uh, what we think influence influences reality. And that's not really <laughs> a new age concept anymore. I mean, it's been scientifically proven how our thoughts influence plants and water, prayer experiments that have stopped uh, civil uh, disruption and even uh, war um, around the world. It, it shows that our thoughts and our emotions have an impact on our environment and on what mm. is happening to us. And Beautiful. when you take that a little further, I mean, they call it non-local consciousness, but, um, and we don't really completely understand it all yet, but we know it exists. Um, <laughs> so if we can harness that, and uh, that's a big part of, of uh, the work that I'm trying to do as well, is bringing people together to consciously focus our energies and our spiritual creativity in creating a positive world. Beautiful. Well, you're definitely preaching to the prior over preaching to the choir over here. We, uh, you know, that is our shtick back in the day when um, all the guidance was coming through and the the invitation to teach people superpowers was was what was asked of me. And and I said, okay, fine. You know, and then and then of course along the way, it's like it's like I just didn't read the fine print, which was oh yeah, by the way, like in order for that to happen here's all the foundational stuff, right? The whole self-actualization and pretty much mastery of Maslow's hierarchy and all of that stuff that has to occur in order to play in these spaces you're talking about, right? We don't understand the subtle energy fields as well as we could. A lot of us play with it. Um, a lot of us are, are producing um, empirical kind of evidence and we're, and we're teaching and training it. Um, and, and the science is catching up to it. So it's remarkable to be able to watch. It, it, this time in history is, is I, I can't say it's like no other because perhaps you know, and in all the quantum entanglements that there are other versions that have occurred similarly, but, but at least in most of our collective consciousness, like this is, this is different, right? This is one of the prophecies I heard way early on was that in this lifetime, we have the opportunity to live in two different worlds and, and, and experience it in a single lifetime, which, which speaks to, for a lot of theorists, like the quickening, right? Which means that we're able to transform much more rapidly because of that higher consciousness frequencies and all of that really fun stuff. And if it's this conversation lighting you all up, then, then go discover it, right? Tons and tons and tons of people are working in these fields. I mean, we have most of them on the, on this network, somewhere on one of our shows, 
are, are the, all of our shows have these remarkable, brilliant people working in the sciences, working in politics, working in government, working in the transformation spaces, working in business, you know, creating these shifts um, in, in their own vernacular, their own way. But when we take that step back and look from that highest vantage point, we see the similarities. We can see it all working cohesively in this beautiful tapestry. And, and so, so when you carry that into the practical application, right? Like, like let's, let's just drill down and say, man, if you, if you just take a look at the political state of our nation, you kind of are left scratching your head going, well, um, not real sure how this is going to resolve itself. And, and I think it's important to speak to when we look at it from that person perspective, right? Like, like from the vantage point of, of, of being in amongst it, being of the world being being like kind of looking at a at a at a at a surface or street level at it it looks insurmountable um many 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 of you are awakening to the fact that truly the only place that we see solid solutions is when we take this higher vantage point but it means being willing to live in that too it means integrating this stuff it means it's not enough just for us to hear these concepts and to know them we have to act upon them and so for me, Joy, that that was the big um, kind of message that the thread and what you're talking about is like, we have to take these principles and put them into action. We have, we know we should be communicating. We know we can be nicer to each other. We know that beautiful things happen and, and amazing results occur when we, when we are. So, so we need to be doing that. <laughs> we should be doing that, right? Like we can't just sit back and say, well, I want this to change and to be peaceful and I want to be happy if we're not willing to sort of step into that. So so let's give folks something that they can do right now, because I loved your example of a small group of people, but let's look at the individual. What can an individual do right now that helps to move them forward in their way, but also contributes to this larger conversation? Well, first of all, it's having a period of quiet every day if possible, five minutes if that's all that you can do. Um, and not only quieting the mind and opening up the heart uh, to spirit, but envisioning this world that we want, envisioning this unity. What's it, what's it look like? You know, what are people doing? What is our what does our uh, city look like? Our our government, our town, um, and knowing that that's already present. You know, when we talk about manifestation. Um, it used to be like you you wanted to attract something to you. And now it's more, we've evolved and it's more realizing that that thing or event or feeling is already there and we need to experience it ourselves and it is real. So knowing with confidence that we're not just trying to attract it, but we're creating it mm -hmm. and being thankful for it, you know, thanking higher power, um, that this is already present. I think that's the mm -hmm. number one thing. Um, and when I started doing that, it totally changed me and my life. Um, and the next thing is to stop being fearful. I think a lot of the, you at, we talked a little earlier about why there might be so much division. A lot of it is fear because change is happening very quickly and it doesn't all look like positive change. <laughs> um, there are very real, you know, dangers going on. Um, but to stop feeling that uh, something's being taken away, to affirm the positive, affirm the gratitude, affirm the confidence, 
um, and not to feel afraid of, of other people and people who might think differently. Mm. Um, and the third thing is to take some actions, you know, think about um, what can I really do? Uh, first of all, of course, there's the interpersonal relationships. There's taking time to draw somebody else out in conversation instead of, you know, ignoring and not preaching, but asking questions and re- listening and really trying to understand other people who might be, be different than us. Mm. Um, and as that process takes place, we realize we're really not that different. And we begin to form the kinds of relationships that foster unity. We may, we'll never all agree, um, but we can uh, cherish and respect each other. So I think those three things, the silent period with the visualization, um, the moving beyond fear and judgment, and to take some positive actions. Beautiful. I love everything you're talking about, Joy. Thank you for that. Folks, positive action. Take action. Go check out Joy's work at magenta-nation.com. We'll have a link for that on the episode page here. It's the You can go to the scienceofsuperpowers.com. Um, also, check out the Superpower Universe, folks. Move into a space where you're going to be held and supported and loved and, and encouraged, right? Maybe even held accountable, right? Because because sometimes our persons want to want to not. They don't want to change. They don't want to take that step forward. And, but ultimately, that resistance just just is rooted in fear, as Joy is speaking about, and it results in the in the in the projection that that we see that looks like it's falling apart right now. And so so we know where that gets us. We've done that. We checked the box, got the T-shirt. Maybe we just try something else. Maybe we try love. Maybe we try letting spirit in for. Maybe you don't even know that you believe in spirit, but but take that moment of pause every day, that that time for yourself just to sit in reflection. Talk to your own higher self or, or your highest aspect or 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 the the largest version you can think of yourself as when you feel best about yourself. Start there. But but take that time and take those actions today. You can go to superpowerexperts.com to join that membership. Joy, I thank you so much for not just for coming on the call and sharing your deep wisdom, but also for the work that you're doing, for your passion, for your courage in stepping forward and saying, you know, I think we should be talking about this and and just your your generosity in in sharing that wisdom and that inquiry uh, with the rest of the world. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing in that space. Well, thank you for this opportunity. And uh, hopefully some of the people listening will take this advice. And I love what you had said a little earlier about becoming spiritual warriors. I think that is the, the first thing that we really have to do in order to uh, to move forward and to mm. make sure that we we have the kind of world uh, that we want, you know, something that's safe, something that supports us, uh, something that's powered powered by love. Mm, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, I say amen. And let's step into that vision. Um, that's where we're playing, folks. Come come play with us. It, it is okay to want that. And it is okay to live in that. It's your choice. And we're happy to help you along that walk. Thank you all for being here. We love your loyalty. We appreciate you. We love that you're sharing this with others. And, and there's so many people wanting some hopeful message right now. Guide them to the network guide them to the things that light you up that if you have tools and resources, make sure you're sharing those with others who may not have access to those. They don't know about them. Share those with others. If it's bringing you hope and inspiration, share it with someone who could use that. Folks, we love you and and, and make sure that you're loving each other. Until next time.
go out. <laughs> I forgot my line. Go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. We love you all. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.